Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me, sit back, relax and enjoy the episode. Hello everyone, this is Mitch again from the Breakthrough Active Podcast. Today I am going to be talking again about resting heart rate. This will be the third episode in the series on resting heart rate before we move on. So today I am wanting to discuss what affects resting heart rate the most. So we have uh, we have identified four things that uh, that have affected myself in in the last couple of years when when been tracking my uh, resting heart rate. So. Uh, as much as we do like to use uh, research, I, I feel like uh, sort of supplying and, and identifying things that have happened to me is really powerful because then I know that it is to be true as opposed to just uh, looking at research and, and finding uh, all my information that way. But there is some research to back up uh, these these things here, so I'm not a complete hypochondriac uh, in this respect. So. Four, four things that affect and impact resting heart rate. The first one and probably the most important is sleep. So if you are sleep deficient, you've had a bad night's sleep, uh, you either haven't had enough sleep or perhaps the sleep that you have had has been uh, not great in terms of the quality. Uh, I found that the next day my, my resting heart rate is significantly higher than normal uh, when compared to another night when I've had a good night's rest. So this is probably the most important one because for a lot of the people that I speak to regarding their health, you know, we always talk about sleep because if you're not sleeping well, then it does impact everything else in your life, including your resting heart rate and find that when you've had either a short night's sleep for whatever reason, or you have been up and down um, and not actually gotten that much sleep, or the quality of your sleep hasn't been fantastic, then the, the impact of that is often a, an increased and elevated resting heart rate the next day. So that was number one. Number two was stress. So uh, believe it or not, um, you know I do I do have stress within my life and and you know within work, especially the last couple of years with lockdowns and everything else. There have been periods when. I have been quite stressed out, and and during these times, I did find that resting heart rate was uh, was higher than it had been at other times when life was going a little bit more swimmingly. So uh, that's something for me that I have found over the last few years that at, at periods when I have had uh, a lot on with work in terms of like I just mentioned, various lockdowns or, or other challenges around certain certain things. Uh, as well as personal stuff, you know, there, there is a certain level of personal stress as well that I feel like everyone has. Uh, my my resting heart rate has increased as a result of that. And, and the reason I can tell that it was due to that, because all the other aspects of my life were, were remaining the same. So a few of the other things that I'll discuss here in a moment were, were all even keeled. Uh, I was sleeping well, but the one thing that stood out um, was the fact that I was, 
that I was stressed out. So this can also come back to exercise stress as well. So if you are someone who is training a lot, uh, maybe doing some extra curricular stuff and going for some runs or bike rides or you know something like that, that's also stress on the body. And I've had periods of time where I've been training really hard and, and probably too much to the point where I wasn't recovering very well. And, and a big part of recovery is resting heart rate and have found that in those periods as well, that that was, that was quite high. So you've got your emotional stress and then you've got your physical stress and have found that both of those have impacted me over the last few years in, in different ways as it relates to my uh, resting heart rate. Uh, the third one, which is something I have discussed uh, a little bit here previously is food as it pertains to proximity to bedtime. So for me personally, I've found that when I am eating a late dinner or maybe I am just eating a, a late dessert and then I am in, within be in, in bed within the next 30, 60, 90 minutes, I have, a, I have a hard time not only getting to sleep but staying asleep because my body is simply just digesting that last meal that I had. And I have found that the next day that my resting heart rate and recovery are affected as a result of that. So it can either be when I am eating food close to bed or if I have a really large meal a little bit earlier in the night at say six or seven o'clock, I do see a change in that heart rate the, the following day because I feel like my body is still processing and digesting that large meal or if it is closer to bed, digesting that meal as I am trying to sleep. So this is something that is you know, it sounds quite obvious that, you know, we want to eat something lighter a little bit earlier in the evening so we do sleep better. But I have found for me that it has definitely impacted things and I do my very best to, to eat eat dinner a little bit earlier and earlier on in the evening. And when I do that, try to have something a little bit smaller, which means that throughout the day and earlier in the day, I'm eating my larger meals so I can ensure that I sleep better. Uh, and then the last one, which I have spoken about in, in some pretty good detail here is alcohol. Uh, and the reason why I wanted to leave that one last is because uh, although I don't feel like it's the most important because sleep is something you do every night, so that's why I feel like that is number one, but alcohol I feel like has the biggest effect even though you're not doing it um, every night. Well, at least uh, I hope you're not. So I found that when I've had nights out and I consume alcohol, albeit you know quite a substantial amount when I do do have an, a night out with friends or for all you know a function that we have at the gym my resting heart rate is tremendously high the next day compared to what it normally is so just to put it in perspective resting heart rate for me 42 and after a night out i normally you know wake up in the morning to check it and it's somewhere between 55 and 60. so that is 30 to 40 percent higher than it normally is uh, Alcohol is a toxin and, and our body is trying its best to, to get rid of that toxin out of the body. And to do so, your heart just has to work a hell of a lot harder to try to, to, try to get rid of things. So it's working absolutely over time to, to get rid of those toxins out of your body. Uh, with alcohol normally comes dehydration and lack of sleep and all those other things too, especially if you've had a late night. So it's not just the alcohol, it's all the, the lifestyle effects that, that come with it. You know, quite often you have a late late meal too, which I just mentioned then hasn't been great for me too. So it's, it's a factor of a few things, but it all stems from alcohol and then the, the other choices that you make 
and the other lifestyle effects that, that come from consuming alcohol. So they're the four. Uh, just to recap, sleep, number one, then stress, and then food, whether it be you know how close you are eating that food to bedtime, and then also how big your last meal of the day is, and then the last one, alcohol. So uh, I challenge you to look at those four and, and see if there, there are any of those that you are able to potentially change if you are someone who is looking to improve recovery and improve resting heart rate. Uh, and, and there might be one more so than, than the others that, that you can change straight away or at least have a little bit more, um, I guess, attention that you give to it because find that where our attention goes, our energy flows, as they say. And I found this to be true. So if there is one of the, the above that you find that is potentially an issue for you and can make some small changes to help it, then I challenge you to do that. Uh, but just wanted to put my perspective out as to what I have seen in the past uh, has affected my resting heart rate and feel like for some of you guys it would be the same. So uh, thanks for listening. I hope it helps and I'll talk to you guys on the next one. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.